Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Number 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. I'm going to spend all of four, five, three minutes, whatever, on January 6th. We have an election in 26 days. And they're doing everything they can on this committee to draw attention to themselves and away from what's going on in this country. That's why they have subpoenaed Donald Trump. This committee has taken so many steps that violate the federal constitution and violate the responsibilities of any committee of Congress. We've never seen anything like this before. Liz Cheney is absolutely a crackpot. And of course, the Democrats are more than happy to join her. Now, we asked Jamie Raskin, the so-called constitutionalist, whose father's a commie and was... Uh, to come on this show in the past. Mr. Producer, I need you to open up your microphone, please. And we got an email from Jamie Raskin's office today. And what did that email essentially say, Mr. Producer? They were not able to come on. Speak up a little louder. They were not able to come on until November. They're not able to come on. No, the first email didn't say that. The oh, first said email he'd happy, said... he'd be happy to come on. That he'd be happy to come on. Then you said, fine. What day and what time? Correct? In response, as I asked you? Correct. And then they come back and say he can't come on until sometime after the election. He's, his schedule's just too busy. Isn't that correct? Correct. Okay. That's how you conveyed it to me. Jamie Raskin won't come on this show because he's a punk. Because he's a coward. Because he doesn't want to be confronted by me. He'll do every kiss-ass interview by CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and the Washington Post and the whole newspaper and the other reprobates. But he won't come on here because he's a coward. I wish I had subpoena power. 
Liz Cheney won't come on this program. She's been asked. Cheney won't come on. Raskin won't come on. None of them will come on. Because here they would be challenged. Unlike this Stalinist show trial that they continue to conduct. Really quite appalling. New evidence, they say they have. There's not one shred of evidence that Donald Trump had anything to do with the violence on January 6th. Hearing after hearing, leak after leak, email after email, text after text, nothing, zero. Oh, they got this guy saying this and this guy saying that. Nothing, nothing, zero. And they're concluding that Donald Trump was behind the whole thing and they're going to release it right before the election. Now, that is all you need to know. That's all. That's all you need to know. Jamie Raskin should view it as an honor to come on this program. He said Donald Trump should view it as an honor to appear before the committee. Raskin should view it as an honor to come on this program. But they're all cowards. He should view it as an honor to speak to over 14 million people. Raskin should, but he won't. Instead, he goes on low-rated CNN and low-rated MSNBC. Doesn't want to come on the program. And then one other thing while I'm wrapping this this up. You see the leak to the Washington Post by the government again? Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, they actually have video and they have a witness who testified that some documents were moved from one location at Mar-a-Lago to the private office of the president, maybe the private residence. Wow! Now we got him! Now we got Trump! He didn't have any right to move a paper from point A to point B. Why, did the subpoena say he couldn't? I don't understand. No, it's intent. He intended to cover up. What are you talking about? He had the documents at Mar-a-Lago, his home, the club. I presume he wanted access to them. For all we know, he's writing something. I don't know. But how is that evidence, ladies and gentlemen, of obstruction of a subpoena? It has nothing to do with it. He didn't move it from Mar-a-Lago to the Bahamas. He moved it from one room to another. He moved it from one room to another. It's unbelievable. Donald Trump does ask, well, why didn't this committee ask me to testify months ago? Why did they wait till the very end, the final moments of the last meeting? Because the committee is politically corrupt, that's why. They all are. So is the FBI. Offered a $1 million bribe. A $1 million bribe to Christopher Steele. Tell us, Chris, tell us, you can, you can actually back up this dossier. No, I can't. $1 million if you can, Chris. $1 million. You need to know more? No, I want to get to business here. Not a single member of this committee gives a damn about what's going on in this country. Not one. They're so self-righteous. They're so putrid, it's not even funny. I want you to understand something, America. 
Washington doesn't care about what you're going through. It doesn't care about your family situation. It doesn't care about the hell that they've created for so many of you, having to choose between energy and food. It doesn't care that the price of fuel is out of control and getting worse and worse. It doesn't care that no matter your wage increases, you cannot keep up with the inflation that's taking place. It doesn't care. It doesn't care at all. Let's look at some of the numbers that came out today. The last numbers you're going to get before the election in 26 days. The inflation rate year to year is 8.2%. But that doesn't tell the whole story. Gasoline increases from year to year over 58%. Year to year. Over 58%. The average mortgage right now is 6.92%. A year ago it was 3%. And the Fed next week is expected to increase the interest rates by another three quarters of a point. So that could become near 8%. Mortgage rate, loans for automobiles, loans for home appliances, loans for anything. Through the roof. Biden keeps talking about how he's capped the price of drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't go into effect until 2026. Biden is a serial liar. He was a serial liar even when he had wits. Now he has no wits and he's still a serial liar. That's his fallback position. That's his fallback position. But food prices are soaring. Food prices are soaring. And you're going to see it particularly during Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. The cost of food climbed 11.2% in September compared to last year. With the cost of food at home, like groceries, climbing 13% year to year. Leading food price increases over the last 12 months, margarine up 44%. Flour and prepared flour mixes up 24%. Frozen and refrigerated bakery products like pies, tarts, turnovers up 20.4%. The collective category of meats, poultry, fish, and eggs rose by 9%. Eggs alone up 31% year to year. Other categories saw smaller annual price increases, but still notched their largest ever, largest ever year-to-year climbs. Cakes, cupcakes, cookies, up 16%. Sweet rolls, coffee cakes, donuts. Uncooked turkey prices, up 17%. Processed fruits and vegetables, up 16%. Really quite unbelievable. The price of food has climbed by 15.57% since Joe Biden took office in January 2021. Heading straight for 20%. Incredible. Disgusting. And it's going to get worse. Much worse. Let's see what else we have to report to you. 
as I go through my data here. This is from the Mises Wire. The federal government's Bureau of Labor Statistics released new price inflation data today, and according to the report, September was yet another month of soaring inflation. The 19 month in a row of inflation, 19 months in a row under Biden, above the Fed's arbitrary 2% inflation target, and it's seven months in a row of price inflation above 8%. Seven months in a row, over 8%. Month-over-month inflation rose as well. September's increase keeps price inflation nearly 40-year highs. June's year-over-year increase of 9% was the largest. But September's increase still keeps price inflation well within the same range as the inflationary years of the early 80s. September's increase, 8.2%, was the largest increase, the seventh largest increase, in 40 years. And these increases largely reflect price growth in food, energy, transportation, and shelter. In other words, the prices of essentials all saw big increases in August of the previous year. It's bad news for the Biden administration, but I don't care about that. It's bad news for the American people. This is the final price inflation report before the November elections. I think that politically they're lucky because I think it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse fast. The administration has repeatedly attempted to downplay the relentless increases to the cost of living being inflicted on Americans after years of deficit spending, which has helped fuel inflationary monetary policy. Yesterday, Biden attempted to claim that price inflation increase was 2% by slicing and dicing the numbers into an annualized rate composed of only the past three months. In the real world, Americans have lost an immense amount of purchasing power. That purchasing power is lost forever, unless there's a sizable price deflation in coming years, and the deflation-phobic central bank is sure to intervene to make sure that doesn't happen. In terms of earnings, this has been devastating for many wage earners. According to the government figures, BLS, average hourly earnings in September came in at $32.40. That's an increase of 4.92% year over year. Might sound good, except inflation is up 8.2% during the same period. 8.2%. So you've lost about 4% of your purchasing power. Or 3.3%, actually. This means September was the 18th month in a row during which price inflation outpaced earnings. The persistent price inflation is a repeated reminder of just how far behind the curve the Fed is and how reckless the Fed was in essentially printing nearly $5 trillion between February 2020 and April 2022, and I'll add this, to finance the Democrats, the Democrats' massive, massive spending. Over the past two years, the Fed repeated and assured the public that creating vast amounts of new money would be no problem. That price inflation would never be anything more than transitory. Once that narrative was disproven, the Fed then began to admit, late in 2021, the inflation was not transitory. And now it's kicking into action. 
They're painful options ahead and nothing more. There is no good news. Now, if you want more of this, you vote Democrat. It's that simple. This is their economic policies that have kicked into place, ladies and gentlemen. This is their economic policies. Period. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. If you think the Democrats and Biden are going to change, you're wrong, despite how much they're spending on ads. This is Brian Deese, Director of White House National Economic Council on CNN. Cut five, go. At the same time, prices are too high. But the message the president is delivering is that you have a president administration that's waking up every day trying to address that problem head on. And we are making progress. We are making progress on energy prices. We are making progress. We just have to uh, we just have to stay uh, at it. And so uh, the you know, we we have policies that are going to make a difference. Uh, we have policies that have already made a difference. We just have to stay the course. Stay the course, ladies and gentlemen. Stay the course. Right off the bridge. So they're not like normal people who sit there and think, maybe I made a mistake, maybe I ought to adjust this or modify our policy, maybe we need to drill a little bit more and take the foot off the throat of our energy companies. You know, maybe we ought to spend a little less, maybe we ought to tighten our belts a little bit at the federal level, just like the people. No. Foot on the gas pedal, stay the course, everything's working out beautifully. Yeah, I'm telling you now, you got 26 days to fix this. I'll be right back. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. 
The new American revolution starts here. The Mark Levin Show. Call in at 877-381-3811. We're having one of the worst economic turndowns in modern American history, and the Biden administration is saying stay the course. Joe Biden is the new Herbert Hoover, and I don't mean to be rude to the legacy of Herbert Hoover. Maybe he's Maria Antoinette, let them eat cake. The problem is cake is very expensive right now. Joe Biden doesn't give a dead. Joe Biden is saying drop dead. That's what he's saying. Remember that old headline about Gerald Ford, and it was, I believe, in the New York Post. Ford says to New York, drop dead. Biden says to America, drop dead. He's living it up like he's never lived up before. And so he sends his flunkies out there who are more political than economic. Here's this Brian Deese again, director of White House National Economic Council. Despite these horrific economic numbers, cut six, go. Americans expect to see higher prices at the pump with OPEC plus a surprising decision to cut production by two million barrels a day. Well, here's what I'll say. Most Americans are seeing prices at the pump now that are down a dollar, a dollar twenty from where they were this summer. Now, you know, you see how he cherry picks. They're down from this summer. Ladies and gentlemen, they're up almost 60 percent since Biden took over. And you know it. You know what's happening with fuel. And it's even worse for diesel fuel, which we need to get our truckers to bring us the food and all the rest that we eat. Go ahead. The prices that energy companies are paying, the wholesale prices, are at historically low levels compared to what the retail prices are being paid. And so if if markets do what they should do, those retail prices should come down. They should come down over the course of the next... They're not going to come down. We have two million less barrels being pumped by the Saudis, but we have two million less barrels being pumped by us here in the United States. If the oil companies are so bad, why did they become bad when Biden was elected president? How come they weren't bad when Trump was president? Can somebody tell me that? How come prices were low and stable for the four years of the Trump presidency? And all of a sudden, the oil companies decide, hey, let's screw everybody. Because it's a lie. These people don't care. And they're certainly not going to fix the problems they created with this kind of propaganda. It's not going to happen. It's simply not going to happen. Here's the, the other moron, Jared Bernstein, White House economic advisor on Fox today with Bill Hammer. Cut four, go. But at the heart of this is the core inflation number. And when it comes to core inflation, that does not include energy or food. But yet that number is the highest we've seen since 1982. What he's saying is the number when you exclude food and energy, which, of course, you really can't. But they still have this core inflation number. It's almost 7 percent. So let's take out oil and gas and let's take out food. Everything is going up. Everything. Everything. And bigly. Go ahead. Time for this White House and the Biden administration to pivot on its economic policies. Uh, No, I think uh, what we have is the. uh, No, no, they're not going to pivot. They are not going to change course. So 
we have to change course for them. We have to send them individuals who represent our interests. We have to send to Washington individuals who have a different point of view. We have to vote and make sure individuals who understand what the American people are going through, have some compassion for the American people, and aren't driven by this radical ideology, who will begin the process of reversing course. We have to send a big message to Washington, D.C. Or it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse fast. It may still. Despite these record horrible numbers. Go. Federal Reserve, uh, we are uh, acutely aware of the pressures that this causes on American families and budgets. The president started out this morning by talking about how uh, uh, Americans are squeezed by the cost of but living. But the and president they isn't a commentator. He did it. This guy Bernstein did it. This guy Deese did it. Biden did it. Schumer did it. Pelosi did it. The Democrats did it including every single Democrat claiming to be a moderate, like the Stamberger in, in Virginia, or others who are absolute frauds. Just remember, when you vote, and you keep hearing these Democrat congressmen from these purple or marginal districts going on and on about, I don't agree with Pelosi, I don't agree with Biden, I don't agree with this, as they say it under their breath, the voter after voter. They did this to you. They voted to increase your food prices. They voted to increase your gasoline prices. They voted to increase your electricity prices. They voted to reduce the value of your income, whether you're on a fixed income, a pension, or whether you work for a living. That is, you're still working. They voted for it, and they are not going to reverse course. Go ahead. Report to remind them of that, but that's certainly in the report. Okay, just to be uh, clear, I asked you that question, and you said no. So are so you look, saying I, no and change? Here's why I are said you no. saying no change so in policy? So let me explain why. Please. Yeah, let me explain why. Uh, because the policies that we're doing to help mitigate uh, and ease price pressures are having effect. They are having an effect. They're increasing inflation. They're stretching out a recession. We now have stagflation, recession with inflation. Folks, listen to me. I study this stuff. Economics. History. These people are lying. You have inflation. You know it. You feel it. You have a recession. You know it. You see it. Go to the grocery store, go to the gas station, buy clothing, go online to purchase something. Just look at it. The truth will set you free. But we have to come to our own defense here. We have to come to the assistance of ourselves and to our families. These politicians aren't going to do it. You see what they've done. A cold winter is coming for much of the country. Your fuel prices are up. 58%. Wait till you see what electricity prices are. As they create more and more demand for electricity. 
as they keep their foot on the throat of oil production, of gasoline production, of clean coal production, of nuclear production. We haven't had a new refinery, and the refineries can't keep up. They can't even get parts to get back up and running when they break down. And you saw what happened with one baby food formula manufacturing plant when it went down. No baby formula. That's the position we're putting ourselves into, folks. The government doesn't know how to run the economy. Democrats certainly don't know how to run the economy. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, all four Democrat leaders in Washington who are running this country right now, not one of them have spent one hour working in the private sector. Not one of them. Not one of them. I want you to think about that. Now, here's Biden in Los Angeles today. He's not talking about what he's going to do. Look, I'm president. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make adjustments. Send me the Democrats, and here's what we're going to No, here's what he does. Cut two, Mr. Producer. Go. You know, Republicans are going to make you, working middle class folks, pay higher taxes than the biggest corporations. And by the way, in every single piece of legislation I've gotten passed with help of the people here, we have not raised the tax on anybody making less than 400,000 bucks a year, one penny. I wish I was making 400. You were making 400 grand. Now, let's, let, let's think about how he lies. You folks think about this. You're paying more for everything. Everything. The economy is crippled. We're regressing. You're not making progress. You're falling back. You're not earning the same amount you earned as last year, even if you get a pay increase because of inflation. He did this. And now they say, I haven't raised taxes on anybody. He's raised taxes on everybody. Inflation is a tax. It's because the government prints paper, prints money. And so the value of the currency goes down. It's no different than a tax. If inflation is taking... As just an example, 10 cents out of every dollar you earn. That's a 10 cents a dollar tax. If you support policies that create inflation, then you support policies. You support policies that are taxing you. That's how they play their game. You notice Washington, D.C. isn't suffering. Washington, D.C. has more money than it's ever had. It's got more power than it's ever had. It's got more bureaucrats than it's ever had. They've got bigger pensions than they've ever had, and medical care more than they've ever had. Everything is going swimmingly in Washington, D.C. and its suburbs. And more and more power is pulled from all the other parts of the country. 
more and more power. This is what Donald Trump understood and fought. Joe Biden is a man who has spent the vast majority of his life in Washington, D.C., and on an Acela train to Wilmington, Delaware. That's the extent of it. He's never had to do anything in the private sector. He's been on the public dole his entire life. Every minute of it. Same with Kamala Harris. Same with Chuck Schumer. Same with Nancy Pelosi. So they take more and more money from you through inflation. Big deal. All they have to do, all they have to do is raise your taxes or spend more, and they keep lining their pockets. This populist BS, this Marxist BS, this get-the-rich BS is killing us. It is a subterfuge. It is camouflage for what they are doing. He lies constantly. As I said, he said, we put a cap on drugs. That cap does not apply until 2026. And when that cap goes on, you can be 100% sure that you're going to have shortages of the drugs that you use, just as if you put a cap on the price of bread. People aren't going to produce bread. And you will not have the investment for future life-saving and life-improving drugs. But that hasn't kicked in yet. That's 2026, and yet he keeps falling back on it. He has squandered trillions of dollars, quarter of a trillion, trillion dollars, $250 billion. The government says went to uh, fraud out of the COVID spending. Quarter of a trillion dollars. Think about that. $80 billion for 87,000 new IRS agents who have as their purpose to harass you. Here you are, breaking your back, trying to earn a living, trying to make ends meet, making decisions about fuel and food, cutting back, can't take trips, Thanksgiving's going to be hell, the price of turkeys are going to go through the roof. And they say their policies are working. Well, if you think their policies are working, then vote for them. And if you think these moderate Democrats who voted for every single one of these, every single one of them, every single Democrat, then vote for them and buy their BS. I'm a moderate. Or kick their asses out as fast as you can. In many states, early voting has begun, and I want to encourage you to get out there and vote. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad 
as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Inflation is raging. Food and energy prices are soaring. And you notice the media are not leading off with stories about food banks that are overwhelmed right now. With the homeless people, particularly the newly homeless people. Interviews with working and middle class people who can't make ends meet. They're not talking to the plumbers and the truckers and the electricians and the construction workers. The handyman and the mechanics. The taxi and the Uber drivers and the bus drivers. The media are not out there covering the people who make this nation work. And talking about what kind of difficulty they're having. And they're not going to. I've got one piece here that I'll discuss in the next hour from Market Watch. Talks about two families who are having a hell of a time. Now, even families that are able to make ends meet are having a difficult time and are gravely concerned. Even people who have good paying jobs or two, four house, uh, a two parent household where the both parents have good paying jobs, if they're not on the government dole. They have to worry about it now because what's happening to this country. There's much more when we come back, of course. But this is a crucially important matter. The Democrat Party is destroying this country. It's destroying your lifestyle. The economy is shrinking. The availability of energy is shrinking. Which means the government's going to get more powerful. The police state is getting more powerful. The classrooms are using as government propaganda mills right now. This is what's at stake. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number is 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. Today is October 13th, not January 6th. And in 26 days, the outcomes of the elections will be known. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a voting season. 
in many of your states, you get to vote early, so vote. I'm going to vote tomorrow in Florida. It's my residence now, and that's where I'm going to vote. Tomorrow. It's very important. Market Watch. This won't receive the headlines and the follow-up and the endless stories that I remember when Ronald Reagan came into office. It's ridiculous. Inflation puts pressure on families with young children who are struggling to keep up with the weekly food bill. And in many of these areas that this article and others talk about, not articles, but people, are represented by Democrats who voted to put their constituents in this position. This is what people need to understand. Inflation, as they say, hurts the poorest the most. But this inflation is so staggering, it's raging, it's hurting everybody. And again, I want to be able to tell you, and I told you we have stagflation, that's what we have, and after stagflation comes depression. And if this keeps up, if we don't turn on our energy spigots, if we don't turn back government spending and get it under control, we're going to have a depression. Then everything's up for grabs. That's what history tells us. And it's not that long ago. It's 90 years ago. It's not 1,000, 2,000, 3 years, 3,000 years ago. It's 90 years ago. That's it. And the same ideologues are in charge today who were in charge back then. The same ideologues. Rising prices are pushing Dalen Hatch away from his favorite grocery store in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hatch and his wife, who have a seven-month-old child, used to regard grocery shopping as a break from stresses of everyday life, but not anymore. Now the couple hesitates to buy certain items and has turned to cheaper grocers to get down on costs. They used to buy fun drinks and items such as specialty cheese and pastas. Now they skip the drinks and mostly buy rice, pasta, and bread. When we do buy meat, it's definitely frozen, said Hatch, 36, who works as director of communications at the data insight company Patterns. Not everything in the frozen aisle makes it into their basket. The really healthy, super tasty frozen meals that Hatch used to eat all the time cost seven or eight bucks per package, he said, and that ended up becoming too much as well. You can start to hesitate on that stuff, he said. The Hatch household spends about $200 a week on groceries. That bill has increased with their new addition to the family. That's an extra $2,600 this year. It really adds up, he told Market Watch. Grocery prices are on the rise, as evidenced by the latest consumer price index. Food inflation hit 11.3% in September as supply chain disruptions and labor shortages take their toll. And you can only see how the press covers for the Democrats. It was massive Democrat spending. That's what it is. That's what it was. Hatch and his wife liked their older grocer, their grocer of choice, for its more curated and relaxed shopping experience. We just can't shop there anymore, or at least not as often, because you'll have a bag or two of food that it's as much as five or six bags of food from a more cost-effective retailer or grocer. A couple also turned to breastfeeding when they couldn't find their baby formula brand in stores during the recent nationwide 
baby formula shortage. A product recall in February exacerbated the shortage caused by supply chain disruptions, not just supply chain disruptions. The Food and Drug Administration, which wouldn't take its foot off the throat of Abbott, even though Abbott's policies meet those of the European Union. And they wouldn't even allow the inflow of those formulas from the European Union until very late in the game. It's hard on my partner, Hatch said. Hatch's wife has to juggle her work responsibilities, pumping milk and breastfeeding. Because she, like many breastfeeding moms, must consume additional calories, their food bill is increased. The room for maneuver is dwindling, particularly for cash-strapped Americans. The personal saving rate at only 3.5% in August, down from 7.5% last December, according to government data. The U.S. personal saving rate is the percentage of people's income left after taxes and everyday expenditure. So this is what I meant. Inflation is a tax. It's the worst of the bunch. Taxes everything. Americans' financial health fell for the first time in five years. According to the Financial Health Pulse 2022 U.S. Trends Report issued last month, less than a third of respondents described themselves as financially healthy, meaning they spend less than what they earn, pay bills on time, and have sufficient savings. Less than a third. More Americans are also racking up credit card debt. In the second quarter, credit card debt grew 5.5% over the previous quarter, and rose 13% over year-to-year, the biggest jump in more than 20 years, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Kashana Taylor, 34, a postdoctoral researcher at Rutgers University, Newark, is also a breastfeeding mom. She and her husband live in Newark, New Jersey, with their four-year-old son and nine-month-old twins. Like millions of working Americans, she's keen to avoid going into debt in order to put food on the table for her family. The need for extra calories to keep up her milk supply has also resulted in more meals for Taylor. Every day, Taylor needs to consume 800 additional calories, almost equaling to eat a meal, a, a, another meal every day. Excuse me, every three hours. While baby formula in the first year can cost parents 1200 to $1,500, breastfeeding equipment can cost anywhere from 1500 to 5000 depending on the types of products and the medical attention required. We probably were not saving as much as we would have liked because we were putting money towards the groceries and inflation, Taylor told Market Watch. So the parents started buying food products in bulk, visiting Costco every Sunday. Taylor and her husband buy what they expect they'll need for the week and return on Wednesday or Thursday to fill in any gaps. The weekly household grocery bill averages $175. And for each shopping trip... Taylor and her husband try to stick to a $100 budget, but it's really easy to go over right now, she said. That's also not accounting for the supplements Taylor needs for breastfeeding. And that's just the basics, Taylor said. It's really ridiculous. It's like third world. These are necessities. As Obama used to say, as I've told you, 3% or 5% of the world's population, 25% of the world's economy. Well, they're trying to ensure that that doesn't happen. I guess global equity is the game. But I'm just making points here, and I think it's very important. You elect these people, 
this is going to get worse. I am telling you that these congressmen who are running right now as moderates or centrists, who claim to be standing up against their party leadership, are liars. They are absolute liars. They try to befriend you in before an election. You finally see them before an election. They glad hand you. They smile. They try to show that they can relate. And then they go to Washington. And they're in a social circle. They're in a political circle. They're Democrats. This is their ideology. Please understand. Those of you who listen do understand, but pass the word. This is intentional. This is not a mistake. There's no confusion. I played you purposely some of the audio of Biden and Biden's top economic advisors. Stay the course. This is intentional. And you need leadership. You're certainly not going to get it from a so-called moderate Democrat on these issues. Look how Manchin even folded like a cheap tent. So-called moderate Democrat. Look how cinema folded like a cheap tent. What's that jerk's name in northern New Jersey, Mr. Producer? Koshheimer, whatever his name is. Godheimer, look how he folded like a cheap tent. Godheimer, what a joke. Stamberger, who people keep pushing in Virginia, even Republican, I'm going, what the hell are they talking about? She folded like a cheap tent. They all do. It's party before country. It's power before compassion. Passing government programs, driving up the power of central government, massively expanding the bureaucracy. They're not missing a paycheck. They're feeling perfectly fine. I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that's not compassion. And it never will be compassion. People are getting rich off of you while you're becoming impoverished. People are getting rich off of you. There's a lot of people in this country that don't get a regular paycheck. Ask the handyman. Ask the plumber and the electrician. Ask the painter. Ask the construction worker. Ask all these people who make America work. Do you get a paycheck? Do you have a pension? Do you have a savings account? No, no one, no. There are men and women who go out there every day. Every day. And they have to perform whatever they're doing to make the country work. To take care of their families. They don't ask for anything. But they're put upon constantly. Then they turn on TV and they're trashed. They're attacked for their race. Or they're attacked because they're Republicans. Or they're attacked because they vote for Donald Trump. Or they're attacked because they believe in faith and values. Constantly attacked. And they ask for nothing. It is those people, I hope, who will turn out in droves to defend the country, defend themselves, and defend their families. You see them driving all the time. I see them driving around all the time. So-and-so, roof repairs, 
Is your water too hard? So-and-so. So-and-so plumber. So-and-so electrician. So-and-so handyman. So-and-so. They'll clean your decks. They'll clean your windows. So-and-so landscaping. You see them. I see them. You go to the grocery store. There they are. Putting things on the shelves. Checking prices. You see the people in the bakery section with the hairnets. Working their asses off. They're God knows what. Four in the morning. They go to the meat section. There they are. The people. Day in and day out. Slicing the meat. You look at the butcher area. You look at the people who handle the fish and the shrimp and all the rest. You just walk around and you see it. You see the guys and the ladies driving up in the trucks. Delivering the potato chips. And the pretzels. And the beer and the wine. You see the people in the, in the, in the fruit section and the vegetable sections. Constantly cleaning the fruit, making it look nice. You see people in the, I don't know which, the floral section of the, of the store, a store. Trying to make things look nice. These are the people who make the country work. And then when you drive to these stores, you see the men and women out there who are fixing the roads, who are paving the roads, who are painting the lines on the roads, who are putting the, the speed signs on the roads. You see them. You go to a Home Depot or a Lowe's, you see typically retired people, but not exclusively. Many vets. Where, where's the aisle for the nails? Where's the aisle for, for the paintbrushes? Where's the aisle for? And there they are, working their butts off. And you drive through the fast food. Always polite. Can I help you, sir? Are you going to be using your app today? Can I help you? Fries or no fries? All walks of life. Go to get a haircut or your hair done. People getting their hands wet, working on your hair. Coloring your hair if you get your hair colored. Those are the people. They're the ones. Take your car in to get fixed. Maybe you take your car to get washed. That's happening less and less because of the price. Who do you think's doing that? These people aren't on the government payroll. They don't have a sure thing. Most of us don't have a sure thing. The vast majority of us don't have a sure thing. Just look around you. These are the people who are being slammed. You're the people who are being slammed by this economy. And you are the people for whom Washington has no compassion whatsoever. And so when you go to vote from this day forward, right up in the next 26 days, you keep this in mind. The Democrat Party is for the Democrat Party. They are for centralized government. They are for 
the powerful. And by the powerful, I'm not talking about class warfare. The powerful, the bureaucracy. The bureaucracy never goes hungry. The teacher unions never go hungry. The tenured professors never go hungry. The Bidens never go hungry. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The government is addicted to spending, and that reckless spending is driving up costs on everything for your family. It's not right, and it's not fair. But you don't have to be a victim. There are things you can do right now to lower your monthly expenses and mitigate the impact of inflation. Step one, switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. On America's most reliable 5G network, you don't have to sacrifice coverage to save a fortune every single month. Take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're getting ripped off. I know how much you pay. Pure Talk will give you unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. That's real money that can go to cover groceries or gas. And Pure Talk has never raised rates. Take action. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast to switch to my company, Pure Talk. And then we learn, as we discussed yesterday, that Joe Biden begs Saudi Arabia before Saudi Arabia is meeting at the OPEC Plus, plus being Russia, uh, meeting not to cut oil production. You know why Saudi Arabia cut oil production, ladies and gentlemen? Because it's running out of oil reserves. That's why they did it. They were running at full scale. And they cut back. This is a fact. This isn't politics or opinion. And they see that Biden cut back on our oil production, and we're not running out of oil reserves. We have enough fossil fuel to last us for over 300 years some estimates 350 and then we cut it off and then we find out Joe Biden then says to them begs them please at least don't cut it until now we know after the election not two days before but after the election and the Saudis and the rest of OPEC says we're not playing politics with you more on our return The government is addicted to spending, and that reckless spending is driving up costs on everything for your family. It's not right, and it's not fair. But you don't have to be a victim. There are things you can do right now to lower your monthly expenses and mitigate the impact of inflation. Step one, switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. On America's most reliable 5G network, you don't have to sacrifice coverage to save a fortune every single month. Take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're getting ripped off. I know how much you pay. Pure Talk will give you unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. That's real money that can go to cover groceries or gas. And Pure Talk has never raised rates. Take action. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast to switch to my company, Pure Talk. 
Mark Levin, the great one. The great one, Mark Levin. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. We don't waste a lot of time on BS here, do we? We talk about issues that I think are crucially important. Uh, I'm probably the only true activist, activist really, for 50 years or so. Behind a microphone. That's what I've done all my life. I mean, I've held jobs too, but this has been my mission. It'll be the mission till my time is up. And um, that's why we talk about candidates. You know, when I first got into talk radio, Mr. Producer, you might remember this. Rich has been with me from really day one, early on. When I started to talk about the Republican establishment, nobody talked about the Republican establishment. When I talked about rhinos, nobody talked about rhinos. Nobody criticized John Boehner. That's why he put in his hapless book that it wasn't until this guy Levin came along that these other guys, quote-unquote, went crazy. I've been fighting this Republican establishment since I was a kid. Since I saw Ronald Reagan speak, since I watched so many of the greats, Milton Friedman, early on, Bill Buckley, I could see what was going on, but I had and saved my greatest disdain for the Democrat Party. It's a party that embraces an ideology that is utterly alien to the American founding. That's why three, four, five years ago, even when Republicans were doing it, in the great Trump administration on deficit spending, you only heard one host talk about it. Wasn't a big deal to anybody else. There were other things, no, it was a big deal to me, but it's not considered flashy or entertaining or gripping. So what? That's what I do. And in the same vein, this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm not going to have some... Well, let me put it to you this way. I'm going to have a man on the show for the full hour who hasn't really spoken out, certainly not in the United States, for almost a year. And Iran is within a, a wink of having nuclear weapons, which will change everything. And his name is Benjamin Netanyahu for a full hour. Now we're going to go through issues and he'll be able to talk about things that you haven't heard before. Whether it's Biden or Obama and all the rest. I just finished the interview. You're going to see what a great man this is. And over there in Israel, there's an election in two weeks. So they're going to have a chance to make a difference, too. Wouldn't it be fabulous if we could just have a crushing victory in November? And Netanyahu has a crushing victory? And then we have another crushing victory in 2024 and begin to get this country back? It's just a start, mind you. Push back against an evil and corrupt media that have really brought us to the brink? Hold Democrats 
and the bureaucracies responsible for what they've done the last five years? That's what's needed. That's what we need to do. But I very much think you're going to want to watch this. Uh, it's really an exclusive interview with Benjamin Netanyahu. And it is Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can DVR it if you want to watch the football game. I got it. I'd rather you watch my show live, but if you can't, go ahead and set your record now. Set your DVR now. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Pacific. We're always up against football. That's the way it goes. And we're always number one at night. That's the way that goes. On cable news. And, of course, we beat MSNBC and CNN combined, plus about a million viewers. Amazing, isn't it, Mr. Producer? I don't know how much long I'm going to do it. How much longer, to be quite honest with you. We'll see. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do it. I enjoy it very much, as I enjoy radio, as I enjoy my digital TV program, but we'll see. And I write books, but I do need a little breather from time to time. I'm not going to be leaving this microphone. That's for sure. And writing is just a completely different genre, which I enjoy doing, even though it can be very, very difficult, and it's certainly a... uh, a solemn activity, as far as I'm concerned. But we'll see. Time will tell. So now, Joe Biden is going to blow up the Middle East. He's a patsy to the Palestinian terrorists. He's a patsy to the Iranians, who he's helping to arm with nuclear weapons. He's a patsy to the Iranian militia arm Hezbollah to whom he intends to provide uh, massive oil reserves off of uh, off the coast of Lebanon that are controlled by the Israelis. And of course he's undermining the state of Israel because Obama, in my view, was certainly an anti-Semite in his treatment of Israel. I've said it many times. For some reason it gets the left very upset. But what is, is this. And uh, and look at Biden. Look what Biden is doing with the state of Israel. So now it's time to push the Saudis into the arms of the communist Chinese, from whom they'll buy military equipment, and into the arms of Russia. When we need Saudi Arabia to help us, to help us offset Iran. Pretty frightening, don't you think? Joe Biden destroys everything he touches. He's a wrecking ball. He's a human wrecking ball. So the Democrat Party and Joe Biden want to punish the Saudis because the Saudis wouldn't play politics and help them in the next election. Because the Saudis and the other OPEC nations, they refused. They refused to reduce the production of oil After the election. They decided to do it before the American election. Excuse me. 
Yeah, they just did it. Sorry. And of course, this upsets the Democrats. I want you to understand this, America. They don't care about you. They care about themselves. And John Kirby, this guy goes from the Pentagon to the White House. He's an admiral. You ought to Google his name. How did he become an admiral? Because he was some great military figure? No. He kept going up the ranks because he was a great propagandist. And here he is today on Fox Business. Cut eight, go. We're just now starting this process, Neil, so I'm not in a position to tell you exactly what kind of decisions the president might make with respect to the relationship with Saudi Arabia. But you heard him say himself, uh, there's going to there's gonna be consequences, and we're going to tee up a, a menu of options for the president to consider. He also wants to consider the views of members of Congress, many of whom have been talking publicly about their concerns over this OPEC decision as well. Uh, some of them are not in town, as you know, with the election right. coming up. So, so we're going we're gonna to work with members of Congress, too. Uh, I don't have a timeline for you on when he's going to make these decisions. But uh, the, the main point, and, and this is worth restating, is he believes that the relationship with Saudi Arabia needs to be recalibrated. It needs to be reviewed, and, and we need to take a hard look at whether or not and to what degree that relationship is, is meeting right, our national... shut up, you idiot. Rambling on like a buffoon, which you are. For some reason, uh, some hosts and Republicans really think this guy's cool. I think he's a nitwit was a propagandist for our surrender in Afghanistan. He's a propagandist for blowing up the Middle East. He's a disgrace and a disaster. By the way, have you noticed our buddy Hannity, Mr. Producer, has more metal on his lapels than anybody I've ever seen? Have you noticed that? He's got more metal on his lapels than the Surgeon General of the United States, I noticed. <laughs> That's my brother. That's my buddy. By the way, I'll be on Kilmeade's show Saturday. Thought I'd mention that. I haven't been on his show yet. We have a great time, as you can imagine. So now, as you see, it's the Saudis. It's their fault. Before that, it was the putrid Putin. It was his fault. Before that, it was big oil. Prices start to go down. Then we can thank Joe Biden for emptying the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is down to the really, to the last bucket. I mean, America, have you ever seen anything like this? Let, let's just be honest with ourselves. Mr. and Mrs. America, have you ever seen anything like this in your life? Even under Carter, those of us who are old enough, no, you've never seen this, ever. And we have a man who just keeps marching straight into the wall, and he doesn't care. He drags the rest of us with him. And they talk about, oh, look at these apologists for Trump. When you listen to, and I wish you wouldn't, and in fact you don't, this guy Joe Scarborough. What a dumbass this guy is. Seriously. What a complete failure. And how stupid. Hey, 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 yeah, these Republicans, they just keep backing Trump and, and Herschel Walker and Sarah Palin. Shut up, you moron. But of course, they don't talk about all the fools, phonies, and frauds who follow Biden. What Biden has done to this country in such a short period of time is frightening. 
our firewalls, our constitutional firewalls have been breached over and over and over again. And by the way, the latest example of this, I know it's getting late in the segment here, he's going to change Obamacare to expand coverage. Obamacare doesn't cover everybody. The statute and the language don't provide coverage for everybody. Obama and his lawyers even recognized this. And Joe Biden announced the other day, and you didn't catch this, because it's not being told to you, that by executive order, he's going to increase the cost of Obamacare to you and me, the taxpayer, by $44 billion. He's going to close what he calls a loophole. You mean that thing that's between your ears, Joe? No, no, no. He's going to close a loophole without legislation. He's been pushed back over and over again. I will expand on this when we come back. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The government is addicted to spending, and that reckless spending is driving up costs on everything for your family. It's not right, and it's not fair. But you don't have to be a victim. There are things you can do right now to lower your monthly expenses and mitigate the impact of inflation. Step one. Switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. On America's most reliable 5G network, you don't have to sacrifice coverage to save a fortune every single month. Take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're getting ripped off. I know how much you pay. Pure Talk will give you unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. That's real money that can go to cover groceries or gas. And Pure Talk has never raised rates. Take action. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com. Enter promo code Levin Podcast to switch to my company, Pure Talk. I won't have enough time to get to the subject that I raised, so I will the next hour about what Biden is now going to do again by fascistic fiat. And also, as the Daily Wire points out, Christians and Muslims unite in Michigan to fight sexually explicit material in school libraries. I was hoping this would happen. And the sooner the better. What the hell have our schools become? They're becoming pornographic centers. They're becoming perversion centers. The, the, the thuggish teachers' unions. It's just unbelievable what's taking place here in our schools that we pay for. It used to be a place where you told your kid to behave. Now you can, it's a place where you have to tell the teachers to behave. I'm sorry, it's just true. And it's like the more perverse you are, the more you want to get into that profession. Now, that's not to say all teachers are that way. I know a lot of teachers are clearly are not. But then apparently there's enough that who are. I don't get it. But it's just another piece of our culture rot that needs to be fought. And the same parents who are out there who listen to this program and other programs, but especially this program, the same parents' groups, across this nation who acted last year in Virginia, in New Jersey, in New York, in Colorado, in Texas, and so forth. 
You need to get out there now. You need to get out there now. And do your thing, because we need help in every respect. That's the way it is. It's true. And we will talk about this when we come back to Christians and Muslims Unite. It's just people of faith. Well, actually, people who just have the proper ethics and morals, who do not believe you should do this to children. It's an amazing thing. I uh, was actually speaking to a, an acquaintance of mine who's gay last weekend, and she said, look, this LGBTQ+, I don't believe gay people should be thrown into this entire group. We don't share all these views. And I know that's true. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read the secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read the war on cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now, 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Our candidate guest this hour will be Lauren Boebert. Lauren for Colorado.com. Her race has gotten very tight because, of course, they're lying about her. And to me, uh, she and several others who are running for the House are just too important uh, to leave to chance. Uh, And that's one of the races for sure. When implementing his national health care program, writes the editors at National Review, every now and then they have a very solid piece. I wish they would get back to this. Barack Obama repeatedly sought to fix the law's problems through executive actions that bypassed Congress. President Biden has now gone further. This week, Biden announced plans to unilaterally rewrite Obamacare. In a move so extreme, it was explicitly rejected by even the Obama administration. You believe that? He's going to unilaterally rewrite Obamacare. Now, he's tried this in other areas, too, and the courts have knocked him down. But he doesn't seem to give a damn. And the rule change, which is slated to become effective next month, will cost up to $44 billion over the next decade. So where does he get the authority to do this? He just does it. This is the jerk that talks about, we're not an autocracy, we're a democracy. And his party, we stand for the Constitution. Look, we're fighting the insurrection. 
Over $1.5 trillion in executive orders without legislation. This is what the left does. This is what this jerk does. This guy Biden, he has no qualms about violating the Constitution. He lies about it, as you can guess. And it's really quite appalling. Biden, who sought to illegally extend the eviction moratorium and illegally mandate vaccines for everybody who works for large employers and who illegally bypassed Congress to dole out half a trillion dollars in student loan relief, was characteristically unwilling to let the law stand in his way of his preferred Obama change policies. Government by fascistic dictatorship. But don't worry, he's doing it for the people. I'm sure you'll feel every piece of it. And then there's this. The U.S. government developed a key green technology. The Biden administration gave it to China. Did you hear what I said? This is the Daily Wire, Luke Rosiak. The U.S. government developed a key green technology, and the Biden administration gave it to China. But that's not impeachable. No, no, no. We have to go after Trump. Because, you see, he's committed another indictable offense. He moved papers from one place in Mar-a-Lago to another place in Mar-a-Lago. Wow, my God! What obstruction that is! I mean, is this not sickening beyond belief? The Department of Energy's Inspector General is reviewing why the Joe Biden administration gave promising battery technology developed by taxpayer dollars to a Chinese company instead of making the batteries in the United States. Gee, I think I know why. Bought and paid for Manchurian Biden. China is now reportedly building one of the largest battery grids in the world using our technology, which could store huge amounts of solar energy without degrading over time or requiring lithium, mitigating a major environmental impact of current green technology that ends up in landfills. In 2021, there were an illicit... Excuse me. There were, yeah, there was an illicit Department of Energy transfer of a $15 million taxpayer-funded advanced battery technology to China, says Senator John Barrasso, a Republican Wyoming, and Joni Ernst, Republican Iowa, wrote in a letter to Department of, Educa- Department of Energy's internal watchdog. By the way, how come the Democrats don't write these letters? The company that received the license plainly stated on their official website they plan to manufacture the batteries in China, even though the license included a requirement that the batteries be substantially manufactured in the United States. As these stipulations were continuously violated, the Biden Department of Energy never raised any concerns. This is payback. Joe Biden should be in prison. That's my opinion. Joe Biden should be in prison. There should have been a grand jury impaneled. There should be a special prosecutor. Hunter Biden's small potatoes. He's the front man. He's the fall guy. And they'll figure out something to make him feel just fine when it's all over. Joe Biden is the power behind the mob, the Biden family mob. We are concerned that this is an overt dereliction of duty by the Department of Energy and that this case may be emblematic of a department that routinely and flippantly permits government-funded technology 
to be transferred to China, said the senators. In response, Inspector General Terry L. Donaldson replied this month that we are conducting a thorough review of this matter. No, no, we need the National Archives. Hey, what does the National Archives think about this? You see, in the case of Trump, they keep talking about what could have happened, what might have happened, what should have happened. Here, we have case after case of this administration selling out the country. In August, NPR reported the U.S.-funded scientists working at the Pacific Northwest National Lab had developed the vanadium redox uh, flow battery, which could store enough energy to power a house and last for 30 years. The technology would make it easier to rely on solar power. The U.S. government holds the patent on the technology, and in 2012, 2012, it licensed it to Gary Yang. We talked about this at the time. One of the scientists who helped develop it so that he could commercialize it. He launched a firm called Una Energy Technology, but it ran into funding problems, NPR reported. In 2017, Yang, an American citizen born in China, obtained a sub-license from the Department of Energy to allow a Chinese firm to make the batteries. In 2021, he transferred the license outright to a Dutch company called Vanitas Power, which said it would make the batteries in China, but eventually moved production to Europe to comply with European rules. Ooh. America had those rules too, but seemed less strict about enforcing them on August 7, 2021. Una Energy emailed a government manager at the Pacific Northwest National Lab to request approval to transfer the license to Vanitas. And within 90 minutes, the government granted approval, even though Vanitas' website said it would make the batteries in China. Unnamed Department of Energy officials told NPR they often rely on good faith disclosures. In other words, the honor system. Oh, yeah, that works with communist China, the honor system. But an American company, Forever Energy, told NPR that they had been telling the Department of Energy, Biden's Department of Energy, where that idiot Granholm is in charge, that the license was out of compliance only to be shrugged off. After questions from NPR, the Department of Energy revoked the license, potentially freeing it up for an American company. But a forever executive said now the U.S. is far behind and that she doubts China will stop producing the technology simply because it is no longer it no longer has the, the license. We developed this incredible technology at taxpayer expense. Our private sector did. The patent goes to the United States Department of Energy under Granholm. The Biden Granholm Department of Energy effectively, with a few steps in between, gives it away to communist China. And you've heard nothing about this in the big media, the corrupt media. Instead, it's endless, endless lies and attacks on the former president. This administration is giving our technology away, selling our technology, abusing our resources to go after American citizens with whom they disagree, whether they're parents or pro-lifers or, or uh, MAGA folks or whatever it is. It's going to be up to you in 26 days, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you'll even vote earlier where you can. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
Lauren Boebert's one of our favorite Congress peoples uh, because my wife and I got to meet her before she was a Congress people. Before she, I can say she, I think, uh, was in the House of Representatives. She's solid as a rock. She is running for re-election in Colorado's 3rd Congressional District. Of course, they're trying to destroy her, and it's a very close race now. And uh, Lauren Bobert, you can help her at laurenforcolorado.com. That's my daughter's name as well. Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N for Colorado.com. Lauren Bobert, uh, how are you, my friend? Mark Levin, I am doing great. Uh, you know, there's some bombshell information that came out of my district today, but I'm all throughout my district meeting with constituents. I really see elections as a job performance review. And so it's my responsibility to inform the voters of what I've been doing on their behalf and how I've been representing them because they are my boss. And uh, I'm, I'm looking for them to reelect me. And uh, like you said, this race is closer than it should be uh, because Democrats do a great job at lying. Uh, they run as conservatives when it comes to uh, election time. And they're anything but that. Uh, they know the conservative message wins, and these policies are what the American people are thirsting for. So they lie to the voters and tell them that they're for secure borders, they're for energy independence and lowering inflation, uh, but then attack votes that, you know, I took it, uh, to stop inflation. And mm-hmm. uh, once they get to D.C., you know, they work for Nancy Pelosi. We know the game. And so I'm working hard to uh, meet with my constituents. It's a very large district, uh, and I look forward to serving them again in the next Congress. Now, uh, your opponent, there was some explosive information that came out. I saw in Breitbart. Could you explain that to us? Yeah, uh, so uh, there was a, a longtime business owner, Todd Gardner from Aspen, Colorado, who contacted my campaign with extremely credible accusations about my opponent, Adam Frisch, and his corruption while serving on the Aspen City Council. He was a councilman for nearly a decade. And uh, I asked my campaign to interview this whistleblower and then have the press further vet these claims. And I have simply uh, presented what the press has vetted. And Todd Gardner's uh, interview, uh, security camera footage, email exchanges with Adam Frisch, and corroboration from third parties make it clear that Adam Frisch uh, had an affair. And uh, to keep his affair secret, he uh, was blackmailed into changing his vote as an Aspen City Councilman to kill a mobility lab in Aspen that would have uh, contracted with Lyft and put this business owner out of business. He's a cabbie and he owns storage units. And uh, so he he pressured Adam saying, look, I have you on video. I have I have email exchanges. Uh, if you don't want the secret of your affair to come out, then you need to change your vote and kill this mobility lab. And so this mobility lab was something uh, Adam Frisch was in favor of. Uh, there are news reports of him supporting it. And he was the swing vote that killed this multi-million dollar deal in uh, the city project to hide his extramarital affair that he had in a storage unit in Aspen. And this is just another corrupt politician, Mark, that we don't need. We have enough corrupt politicians. And someone who is going to sell out to an Aspen cab medallion holder, imagine what Nancy Pelosi and the D.C. lobbyists would do to him. They would eat him alive. Aspen Adam is for sale, and he should withdraw from this race. 
Now, I would say this to Adam Frisch and his campaign. You're welcome to come on this program um, and to explain your position or to counter it. I want to be fair to uh, his name's Frisch, you said, Adam Frisch. Yeah. Uh, I want to be fair to Adam Frisch. So, Adam Frisch, uh, if you'd like to come on the program and explain this, maybe we'll bring Mr. Gardner on, too. You're free to do so. Um, you don't have to. I'm not pressuring you in any way. But if you have some explanation, I, I think the people in your district would like to hear it. Now, a couple other things, uh, Lauren Bobert, and that's LaurenForColorado.com. The economy is disastrous. It's getting worse and worse. You see that Joe Biden was really blackmailing these Saudis, and I'm no special pleader for them, for for crying out loud. Uh, Basically, you know, begging them first to hold off on the the reduction of their production until after the midterm election. And now that they haven't, it's like, okay, we and the Democrats are now going to cut off uh, the selling of arms to you, so he's going to push them right into the arms of the communist Chinese. Don't you think this is outrageous? Yeah, uh, quid pro quo Joe. Uh, this is something that that he's been known for, uh, and it's not surprising. Uh, oh, I, I think you know we are all frustrated with uh, the energy production in America being shut down by the stroke of Joe Biden's pen. We were energy independent. We should be energy dominant. Russia and Ukraine, that would not be happening right now if we were energy independent and we could export our liquid natural gas overseas as we should be doing. We could literally be exporting freedom. And instead, we're outsourcing our energy development to our adversaries. Uh, We're lifting sanctions, uh, begging Venezuela and I Iran and OPEC instead of relying on the American roughneck. And then you send Joe Biden to Saudi Arabia uh, to fist bump a crown prince and come back with nothing but COVID. And then to come find out it, it was it was a whole quid pro quo. Uh, this it, it, we, America is so weak under his leadership. Americans see right through that. And this is why we have to take our country back in these midterm elections. Uh, this is what I'm fighting for in the Natural Resources Committee to get our energy independence. Uh, we should not be involved in this at all. There shouldn't have had to have been a a deal made with the Saudis from the commander-in-chief of, of the United States of America. We should be dominant in this industry. And you would think, particularly in your district, this would be of concern, because it gets pretty cold there, I imagine, in the winter. And now we're going to have prices really through the ceiling, whether it's coal or natural gas or oil or however it's produced. Even electricity is very, very expensive now. Joe Biden did that. The Democrat Party did that. Uh, that wasn't the market system that did that. They have, they have perverted the market system. And it's the same with inflation. I mean, the price yeah. of food is through the roof. That didn't have to happen either. And I'm sure Adam Frisch, uh, you know, he's doing a tight walk, I guess. But uh, he'll vote with Biden and they'll get more of the same. That's exactly right. And his voting record shows that he'll do that. He supported a carbon tax in Aspen as a council member and uh, increased their electricity rates, their water rates, all of this, increased their city budget by $40 million in less than a decade. Uh, so don't think that he won't do that in Washington, D.C., where the millions quickly turn to billions and the billions turn to trillions. And God forbid, if Democrats find out what comes after a trillion. But you're right. The inflation goes hand in hand with the energy crisis that is 
man-made by the Democrat Party and their policies. We are all paying the price for their terrible policies. Here in Colorado's 3rd District, we have been regulated into poverty because they have forced oil and gas out. They have forced coal out. And uh, they are hurting the American people with inflation at 8.2%. That's one month of your annual, annual salary taken from yeah. Lauren Bober, can we hold you over and uh, a few more questions for you? Yes. We will be right back with Representative Lauren Bobert. You can go to laurenforcolorado.com. Let's give her a hand if you can, folks. laurenforcolorado.com. I'll be right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in America with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, much, much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. My wife Julie and I decided it was time to add more flowering trees to our landscape, and Fast Growing Tree was a great resource for us. A large selection and no hassle ordering or shipping. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on selected plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEVIN at checkout. L-E-V-I-N. Now that's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using code LEVIN at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code L-E-V-I-N. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details. Lauren Bobert is one of the great young, new members of the House of Representatives who makes a difference for this country. And she's under attack, of course, by their media, the Democrat Party, and the left. It's LaurenForColorado.com, L-A-U-R-E-N. Is there any other way to spell it? LaurenForColorado.com, 3rd District. If you can help her, I hope you will. Um, In terms of the 3rd District, it is massive. It's almost half of the state, or it certainly looks like it on a map of Colorado. What yes. is it that is uh, produced in that part of the state? So we have a lot of farming and ranching. So water is critical here. Healthy forests are critical here in my district. And we have a lot of natural resources. And as we mentioned in, in the last segment before the break, uh, we've been regulated into poverty. The Democrats have pushed oil and gas out. They are shutting down our coal-fired energy plants. They're shutting down mining. And it's really hurting uh, the people in my district. We, we have tourism, of course, uh, in, in some of these high-mountain uh, ski resort towns. But that's not sustainable year-round, and our farmers and ranchers are suffering, and uh, we, we have to get the policies in place uh, to allow them to have freedom and prosperity once again. This has to be something that is, uh, that is a priority for us going forward. It's critical to my district, to my state, and to our national security. We have to be energy independent. We have to be independent with our food. We see that China's buying up land all over America, and uh, this is going to be the next fight if it isn't already we have to be independent in our food and uh, this stuff about electricity of course of which we do not have enough and will not have enough as your neighboring state of california has demonstrated 
uh, with brownouts and blackouts are neighboring enough, I guess. The question I have is, do people understand outside of Colorado, and you go to Washington and so forth, what it does to farmers and ranchers and the ability to feed the American people and get the product to the American people when we are committing fossil fuel suicide in this country? So, Mark, I I think that they do understand, and this is completely intentional. Every action that you are seeing with these terrible policies coming out of the Democrat Party seem to intentionally harm our nation in one way or another, Uh, whether it's the skyrocketing inflation from from reckless spending in Washington, D.C., or cutting off our energy, um, or even the the wide-open southern border with the fentanyl that is pouring in. Colorado is the second, uh, a number two state in the nation for fentanyl poisoning, and Mm. Democrats Democrats have welcomed fentanyl into our state by reducing four grams from a felony to a misdemeanor. And so they're encouraging drug smugglers to come to our state with these policies, and it is killing our our children. It is the number one cause of death for 18 to 45-year-olds in America. And everywhere you look, these policies are intentional. They, they want to overrun the systems. They want to create chaos and truly cause dependency on the government by the American people. I was a Democrat growing up, Mark, and mm-hmm. we uh, we were in this cycle of poverty because of the Democrat policies. But my mom believed that lie, that the government should take care of you, and that was the only way you would be able to feed your children. But it's almost impossible to break free of that cycle of poverty that they entrap you in. And I'm so grateful that I was able to start working at 15 years old at a McDonald's. The minimum wage was low enough. Regulations were minimal. And they could invest in me. And I I saw very quickly that I could do a better job taking care of myself than the government ever could. And that's the same mentality I have for my constituents here in Colorado's third district. I want to be a voice that represents them, that defends them, that makes sure that they can afford the fuel in their vehicle to get to work, to provide for their families. We have resiliency with our water storage, and we have healthy forests. Uh, You know, everyone touts climate change. This is an existential threat. And if you're really worried about climate change, and and Mark, listen, climate change is real. It happens four times every year. Uh, So I I won't deny that. (laughs) Except in Florida, where I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We have all the seasons here, sometimes in one day. (laughs) But if if you want to reduce carbon emissions, well, then allow us to manage our forests. Joe Biden was just here on executive orders, locking up more land in Colorado uh, and preventing us from managing this. One catastrophic wildfire emits more carbon emissions in a few short days than every vehicle in the state of Colorado running 24-7 for an entire year. So this is what I am fighting for. I I need your listeners to help me fight. LaurenforColorado.com. You could also go to LaurenforFreedom.com. I need uh, all the resources that I can get. Uh, Aspen Adam is outspending me. And, uh, you know, he's got a lot of money, put $1.5 million of his own money into his campaign to buy this seat. And we cannot allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I only have so many uh, shows and so much airtime left before the election, which is in 26 days. So I'm choosing candidates as best I can who we need to support. And uh, Lauren's certainly one of them. Lauren for Colorado.com. Has voting begun yet in Colorado? 
ballots uh, mail are going to be mailed out next week. Uh, so we have a lot of voting days, and I have to be able to get that message out to the voters that my opponent is a corrupt, lying liberal. He's not the conservative that he says he is. Um, he says he uh, supports affordable housing, and this is his number one issue, yet he was a deciding vote to kill uh, uh, millions of dollars that went to affordable housing in Aspen. Uh, he, he's corrupt. He lies. His vote is for sale, as we saw with the Breitbart article, showing that he is able to be blackmailed by a cabbie in Aspen, and we cannot allow him to be under the rule of Nancy Pelosi and the D.C. lobbyists who will sell out Colorado and sell out America. So laurenforfreedom.com, I need all the resources that I could get to help get this message out. I am traveling every bit of my district. As you said, it's about half the state of Colorado, and I'm meeting with constituents. I've been meeting with them for three years. I have not stopped. I average four days home a month with my family. It's a, it's a hard toll on my family, but they understand that we have a country to save, and I do not want my four boys to live in a socialist nation. So I am mm -hmm. doing everything that I can to, to work to prevent that and to represent Colorado's voters. Now, you're a great patriot, ladies and gentlemen. She's a great patriot. That's LaurenForColorado.com. Let's get behind her and give her all the help we can. LaurenForColorado.com. All right, my friend. Good luck. Thank you so much, Mark. God bless you. And God bless you, too. Trying to destroy her. And as I said, if her opponent wants to come on the program and dispute what Breitbart has reported, then come on the program. Uh, we have this guy, Jamie Raskin, who is a fraud, and he's a phony, and he's a coward, who's been invited on this program. He claims he's sort of a constitutional scholar. Well, let's have it. Dizzy Lizzie Cheney's been invited on this program. She's another fraud. Well, she's got a real hate on, ladies and gentlemen, and she wants to take down the Trump family, the Republican Party, anybody who supports Trump. That's a nut job. And, of course, the Democrats are very good at identifying and exploiting the Republican nut jobs, and she happens to be the biggest nut on the, uh, on the, white, on the uh, walnut tree right now. All right, let's take a few calls. We have Reverend Todd Johnson in my hometown of Cheltenham, Pennsylvania, on the great WPHT, Reverend, how are you, sir? I'm very well, Mark. How are you? Very well, thank you. What, very well, sir. Where, uh, you have a church there? My church is in North Philadelphia, and I live in the West Oak Lane area. But the seat that I'm running for, Pennsylvania State Senate, it includes on Philadelphia side, Chestnut Hill, Mount Airy, Germantown, and West Oak Lane, and on the Montgomery County side, it includes Abington, Sheltonham, Jenkintown, Rockledge, and Springfield. Wow, you know, I come from all these areas. I know you Fantastic. do. Fantastic. All right, tell us what's cooking there, Rev. Yeah. Uh, well, this is the first time I've ever run. Mark, I never thought of myself as running for office. Um, I was asked to do it. And um, we're fighting against an incumbent who is a rubber stamp for Governor Tom Wolf. Um, we're was also a crazy leftist. Yes, Art Haywood is his name. Um, and we're fighting against people whose ideology is so far left that uh, it would be you would be amazed at some of the places I've attended in Philadelphia where I've been vilified as a black conservative. As you know, uh, we're, we're always demonized. Yeah, and. I want to tell you, Mark, um, I have gone around Philadelphia and continue to do November the 8th, and every vote that we can pull away 
from the Democrats is a vote for Oz and a vote for Mastriano, who are further up on the ticket. So we continue yeah. to fight. We continue to go in every venue in Philadelphia, which are Democratic venues for the most part. So we're, we're trying to fight and trying to get people to see that the CRT is a joke, Mark. We are Martin Luther King in the sense that we believe people should be judged by the content of their character, not by the color of their skin. Amen. We also continue to fight. I don't know if you saw recently where those kids were coming out of Wawa in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. And they just destroyed that property. Uh, we have a DA in Philadelphia who allows that kind of nonsense to go on. Yeah. And we have a yeah. state senator who has not spoken up on those kinds of... We, we, Crime is out of hand right now, Mark, in Philadelphia, yeah. and it's spilling out into the suburbs where you once lived, out in Shelton, and yeah. some of the other areas I mentioned. So we continue to fight. Uh, we know we're in an uphill climb, but we continue to put our ideology out. That Well, Reverend, before we're cut off here, it's Reverend Todd Johnson. Uh, he's running in my area, my old area. I lived on Cedar Road in Elkins Park in Cheltenham Township. And Reverend Reverend Johnson, if people want to help you, where do they go? Friendsoftodjohnson.com. Well, God bless you, sir, and thank you for doing this. I know it's a tough race, but uh, friendsoftodjohnson.com, that's Todd with two Ds, friendsoftodjohnson.com. He's a reverend, and he's running in a very tough district right now, which is my old, my old area. They've... They've changed that district to make it heavy-duty Democrat. I can see that. All right, my friend. God bless and good luck. What a nice call. You know, I have a lot of memories. A lot of memories from this. Cheltenham Township. And you know, it's funny. Uh, we know this, don't we, Mr. Producer? I went to Cheltenham High School. And they have a uh, Hall of Fame there. Remember this? And all kinds of people are in the Hall of Fame. But they will not vote me into the Hall of Fame. It's like I'm Pete Rose or something. So there you have it. I was even on the school board there when I was in law school. <laughs> but Mark's not going into the Hall of Fame at Cheltenham High School. It's okay. I'm in the Radio Hall of Fame. I'll take that. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what, folks? After I'm done the program, sometimes I'll just shut everything off. But for the last several days, I haven't shut everything off. I've been watching Hannity, seriously. On Fox at 9 p.m. Eastern. You know, that son of a gun does a kick-ass show. He really does. He really does. He thoroughly gets into the issues. He's a patriot. You know, he brings in terrific guests. In so many ways, he reminds me sort of of, of Rush Limbaugh of TV. He's been on that Fox channel since it started. Since it started. And he's been through it all. The lineup has changed around him. As you well know, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 10 p.m. But he's held that slot. 
through thick and thin. And if he's not at the top of the ratings, he's always up there. He always He's steady Eddie. And I don't think he gets the credit he deserves, quite frankly. But I was watching him again last night. I said, you know what, Sean? You really are a national treasure. You really are a national treasure. I haven't even told him this. But there's some comfort, isn't there? When you turn it on at 9 p.m. Eastern, and there he is. Nothing weird about him. Nothing weird about anything he has to say. He's on a mission too, just like me. wants the country to be healthy and strong and so forth. Just thought I would mention that. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, all the men and women who have helped during the hurricane. And of course, we salute our truck truckers and we wish the best to our Ukrainian and Taiwanese friends. And I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.